Hello and welcome back to another episode of IVPN Voice. I'm your host, Mariam, and I am joined by our co-host, Serene. Hi, Serene. Hi, Mariam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. And we are with a very special guest. We have Dr. Hisham Murad. Hi, Hisham. How are you today? Doing good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. So we're just going to jump right into it. I'm not going to talk about you. We're just going to let you introduce yourself to the people and tell them about yourself. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Isham Murad, and I'm a, my, my title is currently Medication Management Informaticist, which is a fancy term for pharmacy informatics, and I work at Mayo Clinic. We're part of a enterprise pharmacy informatics team that support the medication management and medication use cycle throughout the enterprise. So just a little bit of background about myself. I graduated from Damascus University in Syria back in 2005. And after finishing my pharmacy degree, I was looking for opportunities to continue my education and improve myself. And, but I started working as a medical representative for a pharmaceutical company. And while doing that, I was just looking for continuing the opportunity to continue my study. So I started applying for different programs. I was hesitant if I want to do like a master and a PhD track or do a PharmD or like looking for other opportunities. So I started by applying for a master degree and I applied for about 10 universities. And unfortunately, I got 10 rejections at that time, which was kind of devastating at that point. But I with help with other people and getting some advices, I was trying to continue and see what other opportunities I can get to. So I applied for a non-traditional PharmD program and through Purdue University, and that was back in 2008. And I got accepted, thankfully, thank God. Uh, and all that while, while I was still working in Syria. So I started my studying with Purdue University in 2008, and I finished all my classworks by 2010. And then we... Uh, were allowed to get into the U.S. to do the clerkship rotation. So I started that in August of 2010. After that, I was uh, lucky to get into a postgraduate year one pharmacy residency in a rural area in eastern Kentucky. So I did my PGY1 there. And then I was lucky enough to continue my work at the same hospital as a clinical pharmacist. So I worked there for a couple of years. and then. There was an opportunity that opened for me to do a PGY2 in pharmacy informatics. So I did take that opportunity and we moved with my family to Indianapolis, Indiana, where I did my PGY2 in pharmacy informatics. And after that, uh, I found a job with Mayo Clinic as an informatic pharmacist. So I moved to Jacksonville, Florida in 2015 and I started working with Mayo. My position and the focus of my position changed over the last six years, but the main focus was still pharmacy informatics. So that's a quick overview wow. of my career path. Uh, that's amazing. I feel like you have fought so many fights to get to where you are today. 
and it wasn't an easy journey for you. And it seemed like you have a lot of dedication to your career and the commitment to your goals. So I really applaud you for sticking sticking to what you want to be uh, and do with your pharmacy degree. Congratulations, Hisham. Thank you. Thank you. And and yes, there was uh, some fighting yes. <laughs> and dedication, but uh, I want to like, I want to mention something really important, like my family, my friends all supported me. And, and throughout this journey, I got a lot of help and I definitely won't be able to be where I am right now without their help, wow. whether it's like uh, helping with like all kinds of stuff, recommendation letters, uh, mm-hmm. writing a letter of intent. <laughs> Learning new, uh, when I came to the United States, I've never been in a hospital before. So like getting into a hospital, learning the system, learning from other people. I got a lot of mentors that helped me throughout the process and journey, my journey. So definitely. Support system. It looks like you have a good support system. Yes, definitely. I, I, alhamdulillah, I was able to get a very good support system. That's good. That's a blessing. Yes, it is. And I bet you it was not easy to leave country and leave a family behind you uh, and um, come into the U.S. It was a big journey for you. Um, yes, definitely. It's, uh, there was a lot of hard times, but uh, with God's help, we were able to, to make it through. Wonderful. So tell me about I what interests me usually with our um a pharmacist who come from a different country with a pharmacy degree. And they, I really like to highlight always uh, that uh, for our uh, current uh, fresh graduates in our countries in the Middle East who are uh, looking for a, to transfer to the U.S. to get a, a similar, like a similar PharmD like yours. You mentioned that you went through a non-traditional PharmD which are right now not so many available. Um, can you can you tell us a little bit about it? How 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 did you how did you get into it? Uh, what was the requirement so we can maybe teach our fresh graduates in um, in our countries that there is an opportunity to do a PharmD in a different way? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So when I applied back in two thousand eight, the way that program worked is they allowed you to take three courses, like three semesters. And once you finish those, you formally apply and they would require like your transcripts, letters of recommendation, and they required us to also to do the TOEFL exam. For and then they would do like a formal review, formally admit you into the program. Once you're in the program, you continue the coursework and then you can come to the US on a student visa to be able to continue the clerkship rotation. So I I did I went through all that and then at that time there was an ability if you finish on a student visa if you finish the program they allowed you to stay in the US for one more year to get either working experience with that that is related to the field of study. So I used that year to do my PGY1 and during that year is when I was able to like transfer my paperwork and get the working visa and then continue to work on it. 
And it looks like you're very passionate as well about pharmacy. And how did it happen that you became an IT pharmacist? Yes. So when I was, when I came to do my rotation in the US, one of my rotation was a pharmacy informatic rotation. So that's when I was like first exposed to this term and field. It was a very eye-opening that like we do a lot of stuff in the computer system and we need pharmacists to make sure the build is correct and everything is correct so we can like avoid unintended consequences. So that was like my first just looking at automation used within the pharmacy, all the carousel, all the automated dispensing compounding devices. Uh, I've never had any experience with those before, so it was very eye-opening. And then again, during my first year uh, residency, I got another pharmacy informatic rotation. So it was more in-depth because now I have my pharmacist license. I was doing changes within the system and also implementing technologies in the outpatient pharmacy. So different perspective, but you get more experience. So that was like when I, I like I said, I know I like this stuff. I, I want to do it. I know I can. Looks like you like problem solving it. too. Yes, yes. It's very, <laughs> it's, it's, it gives me like sense of achievement when you, you, when you find the solution and like implement it. It's a process, but at the end of the process, it's very rewarding. So that's when, when I was uh, working as a clinical pharmacist after finishing my PGY-1, I kept an eye for pharmacy informatics. So like every project across the hospital, whether it's like updating the dispensing cabinets, changing to the electronic health records, anything, uh, any opportunity I would get, I would just try to get involved, even though it was on top of my work. So it's nothing that was required of like, per my job description, but it's something I'm interested and passionate about. So I want to get involved in. And, and then I got an email one time that there was an opening for a BGY2 pharmacy residency that they did not match. So I was thinking to myself, well, you know, this is something I really like. Why not go and get formally trained in? So I talked to my wife. And I told her, you know, like, it's going to be another year of going back to long hours and unpredicted schedule. But she was very supportive. And she told me, yes, let's do it. And we applied for a couple of positions. And I, luckily, thank God, I was accepted into one of them. And here come my journey. Wow. That's very, very nice. Um, like to... To discover IT during residency and during your rotations, I don't think this would have been, uh, uh, you would have been able to do that if you, we were in our countries. I think in our countries, pharmacy is, is very traditional, right? Like basically it's either community pharmacy or a hospital pharmacy, but we've never thought about a, an IT pharmacist um, in our countries. We've never seen that. I did IT before pharmacy, so I I did a lot of um, programming and all of that. So that was not uh, very fun, <laughs> okay. um, but I know uh, kinda what you what you what you do. Um, can you? I have a question for you. I don't know if there is any difference between an IT pharmacist. And an informatic pharmacist. Is it the same? Is it the same concept? Yeah, mostly it is. It is a very broad concept that like any technology 
that touches medication. And, you know, like throughout the medication use cycle, from the minute we receive the drug into the hospital or in the outpatient pharmacy until we dispense it to the patient and administer it. Mm-hmm. it there's multiple systems that touch touches that medication. So all those aspects are like very broad, but that's what they call pharmacy mm-hmm. informatics or IT pharmacy. But then you get people who specialize in one specific area. So like medic like automation used within the pharmacy or like clinical decision support or order sets or reporting or like you get different bucket within a big term of pharmacy informatics. That's great. Can you tell us about a project that you've done that you're very proud of? Yes. One project that I really like liked and enjoyed my time working with was the we used the smart pumps at my hospital and we had a very limited drug library for the smart pump and we were at the point to upgrade to a different smart pump so i took that opportunity to work on the drug library and expand it to most of the drugs that we currently use at the hospital what i really liked about this project is i got to work with different specialty and disciplines so you work with cardiology and in the cath lab you work with like the cardiology tech And then you go to the ICU and then you work with the nursing in the ICU. And then you go to the ED and you try to work like with the physicians. Oncology, you would need a lot of feedback from the pharmacist. So you get to work with multiple disciplines and specialties to be able to build the library and have all those limits that you can put in the smart pumps so you can avoid over dosing or underdosing for the patient and with those all safeguards for our nursing colleagues to make sure the drugs is being administered to the patient correctly. It was a lot of uh, like a long-term project, like a lot of work preparing and making sure, checking, double checking, getting the clinical pharmacist on the specific practice area involved, getting their feedback and making sure the picture is complete before going live. That was definitely wow. a very nice project. Wow, that seemed um, very uh, complex and uh, uh, you were very involved with uh, so many uh, different teams. And that definitely required a lot of, it looks like it requires a lot of teamwork too. Like yes. you really need to be a great team player to be able um, to to get the feedback from them and to also help them or get them a product that will work for them, either to be uh, very accurate and also easy to use. I actually noticed um, one of the messages that um, you probably uh, intentionally or unintentionally, um, the, one of the messages that I'm, I'm getting from you from this amazing interview today is that take advantage of opportunities and never be afraid. Even if it's something that we don't know how to, take that opportunity to um, to try it, and uh, and then the magic will happen. If that's how I feel, like you you've uh, you evolved your personality evolved from a clinical pharmacist to an informatic pharmacist. Yes, you're definitely correct. I I, I am firm believer that if you get an opportunity to do something outside your comfort zone, you should try and do it. And then 
you, you don't know how it's going to benefit you in the future, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to come back and help you some way or another. Some way of helping might be professional and some it might be in the personal life, but definitely I'm a firm believer of that. And I've been trying to do that throughout my career and I can see it in action. And my, my career has transitioned multiple times so far over the last 15 years, but uh, Alhamdulillah, I was uh, always uh, getting those opportunities, work on them, learning from them. You will grow and learn personally and professionally, and then get networking connections. So networking in our profession is extremely important. Uh, so that will definitely help you on the long term. Yes, absolutely. Networking is, is pretty important. Um, as important as you having a good degree or good grades or whatever. But I feel like being able to be a good communicator, have good networking uh, and good support system, is a great recipe for success. Um, and it just you, can you, um, I'm impressed with Mayo Clinic. We all know Mayo Clinic is a great name um, to and a great brand for pharmacists and uh, doctors to work in or with. Um, so th- th- is it another uh, magical moment uh, that happened just like your PGY2? Um, how, how did you get into the Mayo Clinic? Yes, when I was finishing my PGYD and looking for like job opportunities, uh, it happened that Mayo Clinic was switching their electronic health records from the old health record to Epic. So that is when they were like expanding their team and adding more pharmacists to help with the project. My position came in as a replacement. So the pharmacist that I replaced her position, she went into the project to help with Epic implementation. And I came in to help support the old system until it's retired for the next couple of years. So that's when I got in. And then I know like we worked on supporting the old system, Cerner, until it was time to retire. And then we got certified in Epic and we continue to help with Epic as the part of the team. So Definitely, you don't know how, like, uh, it's like a puzzle piece, and then you can see the big picture, but then you see the small pieces fit in together, and then you can see, oh, I didn't know what the last point I had in, in plan for me. Yes, exactly. Just trusting in, in God and uh, do your best and do your part and do good. And because if I, at the end of the day, if you do good to people, um, I believe that will uh, return back to you somehow. We, you said that you had a great support system and uh, people helped you. Um, I think we're, um, we are all here in this country to support each other, help each other. I bet you had a, um, did you have any family here, Hisham, um, like in, other than your wife? In, in, in the U.S. or were you here alone uh, with your family? Because for me, I, I just know being an immigrant and trying to build a career and to build a, a family here, it wasn't an easy journey. So talking about more at the, the personal part of uh, being an immigrant, um, do you have any other uh, family other than your uh, uh, wife? Yeah, I had a couple of uncles here in the U.S. and they definitely helped me with like adjusting to the uh, different life style and like different perspective, understanding the society, understanding the culture and the norms. 
And then one of the things I like when I was in pharmacy school and back in, in, in Syria and looking for continuing my education, uh, uh, my uncle's wife, she had a PharmD from the United States. So that's how I was exposed to the like doctor of pharmacy and what they do and like the clinical pharmacist responsibility, learning about this new field. And that's probably where I got my attention to it. And eventually I got into it. Yeah. But definitely, and then I have a brother also. He's a he's a, a doctor, and and he has specialized in critical care. So, but we also help each other. Wonderful, that's amazing. Um, and speaking of networking, I just uh, it just happened to us uh, to meet on LinkedIn, and I think LinkedIn became the the key for professionals uh, to know about different professions and uh, different people. And I was really lucky to to meet you there and to learn from you. Um, we help each other as professionals uh, coming from a different country to the U.S. What type of help we can provide for our colleagues and our brothers coming from the the area to to the U.S. in a professional world? Yeah. Yes, as you mentioned, LinkedIn is extremely helpful in like creating connections and getting to know other people professionally and learning from them. I think one thing that I kept keep see, seeing on LinkedIn is like opportunities to do like internships, and those are very important for people who are coming in to get into to learning the system, get the experience before getting the real life work experience. So I think sharing those experiences, sharing opportunities, keep thinking about other people and how other people might know, you you might know and might benefit from this opportunity also. Even if you don't know somebody in specific, just sharing those opportunities in general on LinkedIn or other social networks. You don't know who's going to see it, who's going to reshare it, and then it's going to help somebody else. So definitely it's very important. Keeping an eye for each other and keeping ears open for opportunities. And reach out, right? Reach out yes, for help. Yes, definitely. Ask. Don't be afraid to ask people um, for opinions, for help, um, even if you don't know them uh, and you know personally, but you've seen them on LinkedIn, you can definitely um, reach out to them, send messages, request uh, opinions, um, and you may you never know where where you you will meet that person again or may not, or it can be a like an eye-opening for a new opportunity yes definitely and as you mentioned with reaching out to other people uh, while keeping it professional but still i i got a lot of help from other people like reviewing my cv when i came to the united states i had my old cv from syria which was useless to the united states i had like to edit it and change it and put like different experience depending on what they're looking for so I had other people look at my CV or resume and like edit it for me, provide feedback. I've never heard of a cover letter when I came here. So I had to ask people what's cover letter when you apply for jobs or residencies and get them, get other people to help me to like understand how to write it, write it, and then I would write it and then get their feedback on it. And, and it's like all those small opportunities, but they're they help a lot and they mean a lot on the long, long term. Well, Hisham, you're very humble. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You're very humble. 
you've uh, you have a great career um i think uh, talking to you today we've learned so much uh from your uh, experiences uh coming from syria to the us going through uh, so many different education pathways uh residencies finding your first job mayo clinic finally and hopefully many many growth uh and many more uh, great job for you i i don't want to like sound like a very wise man but like i i guess paying it forward so if you if you get help some from somebody and offer your help to somebody else make sure the cycle continues and mm-hmm. and th- I, that's why i tried to like to do i got help from other people and i tried to help other people yeah. whenever possible whenever i can and just making sure get out of your way to help each other and even if it means like a little bit more work or mm-hmm. but i guess that will will keep the cycle going make it's sure we, we help each other yes amazing it's actually uh, one of the first books that i read when i came to the us <laughs> pay it forward it's a, yes. it's a very good book and very good movie well thank you so much hisham for your time today and uh, maryam do you have any last words for us I just want to thank you so much Serene for carrying this talk while I struggle with my technical difficulties not very timely considering you know we're talking to an IT pharmacist or an informatics pharmacist I'm very sorry about this no worries still and, and thank you guys um, so much for having me on this session No the pleasure is ours thank you so much for agreeing to be on our podcast and we look forward to speaking to you more in the future take care and stay safe